Fantasy footballers and gents across the universe, this is the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymo. Sitting across from you tonight is the bearded one, the casual, Mr. Josh Kinney. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> In NFL history, among players with at least 900 pass attempts, this quarterback has the lowest touchdown rate in NFL history. Would you care to guess who that is? It is a current NFL player. Oh, shit. Current? Current NFL player with at least 900 pass attempts and has the lowest... Touchdown rate of 2.1%. So he's got at least three seasons under his belt. So it can't be Kenny Pickett because I know that's the... Right. He's setting setting the new standard. And he's, he's a current quarterback. Hmm. Okay. I got one. Okay, go. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, that's good. that's a decent guess. I know in Miami he had 24 touchdowns that one season. Right. So that probably um, buoyed him a little bit, right? I'm gonna go Derek Carr. Mm, that's a good guess too. Um, guess number three, Cajun. You got anything? Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. It is. Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson. 20 touchdowns and 931 career pass attempts. I didn't think he had enough attempts. S- that's same why here. I, that's why I was like, I didn't mention him. Now, he was the first guy that jumped in my head, though. This guy doesn't quite have 900 yet, but he's on pace to be lower than that. Kenny Pickett. Kenneth Pickett. <laughs> 2.02.0%. He's a real barn burner of a quarterback. All right. All right. Well, sitting to my right tonight, as always, is the nation, Mr. Vinny Gonzalez. Yes, it's it's going to be a great night. By the way, Pittsburgh's offense, they have at least found the run game because you guys mentioned Pickett. And it got me thinking, are we seeing a second half Najee Harris surge? Because it sure looks like it. Oh, yeah. He's been playing very well. Much, much better. He's become a usable <laughs> Until running we bench back. him. Yeah. Until we bench him this week against I, Cleveland. What's oh. he been averaging? About 14 mm-hmm. points a game in the last few down. weeks? About he's, 15. Yeah. About 15, yeah. Jalen well. Warren's been looking good, too, and he just yeah. got named the starter. Whatever that means. Stop it. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> nope. Did I miss that? Yeah. When did that happen? Um, Two days ago? Yesterday? They named yep. Jalen Warren the starter? The starter. But in that backfield, it's not meaning. They're going to split. Probably. I mean, I bet if we looked at the snap count, it's probably dead even as it is right now. Uh, you know what? If he s- keeps putting up 15 points a game, I don't give a fuck if they name him third string. <laughs> I think that's the important <laughs> thing. Let him do it. Just let him do it. Yeah, you had to say that, huh? Yep. Got to get that out. I know. Okay, I'm with you. All righty. Well, to our fans, to our friends, to our families, uh, we do have a little bit of a sad announcement that we are going to make tonight. And that is, this is going to be... The last podcast of the championship formula for the foreseeable future. We have officially, unofficially divorced. <laughs> yes. We're going on a darkness retreat. Yeah. We are going on a darkness retreat. That- um, Vinny and Josh are actually going full uh, Monty into the box. Me, I'm just getting my foot. Just my foot's going in the box. Right, right, right. It's a foot healing. Yeah, foot healing. Um yeah, just uh, life has taken over and a lot of stuff going on in our personal and work lives, and it leaves very little time for our favorite hobby. Uh, we're all going to remain friends and close, but uh, we're not going to share a bed anymore. So that's how it works. Yeah, and you know, it's a for now thing. Yep. It could change. Uh, maybe we come out of this darkness retreat, we're feeling like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, we're healing our Achilles and we can play, you know. But for now, we're going to do this little darkness retreat. With yeah. our clothes on. <laughs> See you how know. it turns out. Yeah. And in the interim, I will be checking our Facebook page. Absolutely. You guys got questions. I love giving advice. Vinny loves giving advice. <laughs> and uh, Vinny is actually one of the co-owners of the Facebook page, so he's actually allowed to answer. The same with Josh. And uh, everyone's been given permission to answer as they see fit because we're going on a darkness retreat and because there's a chance we're going to come back those pictures will live on but they if will we, if we dismember this forever if the llc mm. gets dissolved that's when we have to take them down so okay. enjoy them while they're there now i know for a fact the bearded ones next to me both of them will love to keep those around forever ever and ever me i will disappear into the abyss <laughs> <laughs> okay so Got it. early merry christmas all right so tick tock 
page will also still be up. I'll still be memeing it up. I love just, those memes. Just uh, no pressure uh, on us to keep it up, though. Yeah, there you go. All right. So where to start? Guys, we are going to do this completely different since it is a special episode. And uh, Vinny was jumping up on Santa's lap when we got here and we told him the news. And uh, he asked if we could do a redraft. Yeah. Two rounds. We're going to do two rounds of redraft. If we could do all this shit all over again, are we taking Patrick Mahomes with the first quarterback off the board? No, he's probably not even in the first two fucking rounds. Let's be real. Yep. CMC, all the worry we had. Uh, that's out the window. Cooper Cup, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're killing us <laughs> uh, because apparently you're worthless without oh Matt Stafford. God, bro. And uh, that's okay. Carson Wentz is never going to see the light of day. But <laughs> Thank God. anyone that knows me knows I was rooting for it. And so that is what we are going to do. We're not going to do the randomizer. Vinny, since he is the one that wanted this, he is going to get the first pick, and I'm pretty sure I know who he's going to take. Who am I going to take? Who uh, am do I we gonna... With the first pick. Well, who would I take? Vinny Gonzalez is going to take Tyreek Hill off yes, the board. I love Tyreek Hill, man. That's my one. That, that, was, that was your my, guy? That was my guy. That was my number two overall going into the season. Now he's my clear number one if we're redrafting right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, you know me so well. I do. That's why I, I, I really need to get away from you in these leagues. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so anyone that knows me knows that I love wide receivers as much as I would love to take Justin Jefferson. Of course, you can't get the image of him hurting his hamstring out of your head. And you know that, oh, well, he's going to get hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, that's the thing. We're not going, We're not looking at this based on injuries. We should be looking at it based on poor performance. But it doesn't matter because A.J. Brown is outscoring him anyway. And if we could do it based on what we know now, A.J. Brown is going to be my pick at number two. I like that pick. Yeah. You should. He's been uh, nothing but a beast. Um, that leaves me. I'm going to take the obvious pick here. It's going to be CMC coming off the board right here. Yeah, highest scoring running back. It's I don't even think it's close. Um, I'm going down the list to see who is the next highest rated running back. Would anyone care to guess who that is going to be? Because I'm, I'm really having to go down. Is it's going to be Devin A-Chain. I'm looking at points per game. Points per game. Well, but the problem with Devin A-Chain, he missed so many games. He did. He did. Is it yeah. Austin? Believe it or not, it is. The guy who missed three games to start the season, it was Alvin Kamara. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's been getting hyper-targeted. Yeah. yeah, and he's still almost 25% less points per game than wow. CMC. So the, the gap is tremendous. Uh, but CMC absolutely makes sense at number three. And Vinny, you are up at number four. Right. So for me, uh, when I'm doing these drafts, right, I'm thinking 12-team man leagues mm -hmm. with three wide receiver spots and a flex spot. That's pretty much what our um, dynasty leagues are and what the 12-man league I run is that you guys play in. So yep. I'm going to keep going with the wide receiver trend here. And you got some good options. You got Amon Ross St. Brown. You got Keenan Allen. You got CeeDee Lamb. You got Diggs. You got Chase. Pretty much any of those bunch would work. Um, I'm going to say based on the workload so far and the type of season he's having, I would go Keenan Allen right here. It's probably not going to be wow. the most popular of picks, but he's literally just hogging all the targets. He's a monster, man. I mean, I think right now he's like wide receiver three overall or four overall. It, it sounds bizarre, but if you would have taken Keenan Allen with your fourth pick, you would have done better than getting Puka or I'm sorry, Cooper, right? For sure. You would have done better than getting Jefferson. You, you lost an injury. You wouldn't have known that. That's unfair. But Keenan Allen is just, he's beasting right now, man. Again, all those receivers I named, it's really interchangeable. Absolutely. You know? It is. You're splitting hairs at this point. I just, we've been so high on just, Justin Herbert, the three of us, going into the season. Well, if he's going off, Keenan Allen's going off. There's no Michael Williams. Quinton Johnson's not ready for you know prime time. You know who's not going off? Who's not going off? Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson. He had a decent game off. this past week. Decent. Decent. Yeah. Bust. He's a rookie. Bust. <laughs> oh my God. Give me yeah. Jaden Reed all day. But I mean, seriously, CD Lamb's in play. Amon Ra's in play. Diggs is in play right there. And Chase is in play right there for of me. Of course. Those are the guys I'm looking at. I'm going to take Keenan Allen right here. Keenan Allen? Yeah. All right. Um, as much as I would love to say Justin Jefferson right here, because he is actually the number three wide receiver off the board in points per game. Sure. I'm going to put an asterisk to Justin Jefferson and leave him in the uh, pile. And I am going to take Amon Ra. Um, he went in the second round. 
guys, and Jesus, if you go back to his ADP, it was number 15. He wasn't right. drafted until the early second round. He continues to defy logic when yeah. it comes to, man, he's not that fast. He's a he's, god. He's not. He's a sun god. <laughs> he's not that big. I mean, um, you're really splitting hairs. I'm, I'm looking at it. I didn't see this. I'm on Raw, 24-9, a game. Keenan, Keenan Allen, 24-9. CD yep. Lamb, 24-7. Yes. I mean, it's it's right there. You, you can't go wrong. You might like like the name as much as the other guy, but this is about production and what we've done so far. Yep. All right, Josh, you're up at number six with uh, all the good wide receivers off the board. You have nothing left. Oh, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take CD here. Right. He's been Gotta going off the last four games. He has taken that step. I honestly, you can go back and listen to the old episodes. I was not high on CD. I never, I knew he was good, but he's taken that leap, kind of that AJ Brown has taken this year, into the elite. What did you say? Five, elite six. There's a tier there that that um, those guys are in. You got Jefferson. You got Chase. You got AJ Brown, Brown and Hill. And then um, there's a drop. You'd say. Where at Amon Ra? I mean, Jesus. He's That's right there, too. He's right there. Him and CeeDee Lamb are going to probably be the top six and seven even. I'm, I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. Okay. Uh, if anyone takes the tier two or tier 1.5, Diggs, I think, is there. Just based on Buffalo's offense and the way Josh Allen likes to throw it to, it might as well be Trayvon Diggs as opposed to Stephon Diggs. <laughs> he doesn't care what uniform they wear as long as they catch it. That's uh, funny. That's funny. No bitterness over that last right. game with Denver. No, I gave it up on the season. Just just mailed in and get a good, get a good draft pick. Nah, for for the record, for, for the record, uh, FSU did win the game. I put the jinx on Buffalo, but I did say for all those survivor pools out there, I will not pick the Monday Night Football game no matter how good I feel against Buffalo or with Buffalo. And this is why. Primetime games, anything can happen. Everyone's watching, man. It's just one of them things, dude. I, I don't know it's a rule of survivor pools for me. No Thursdays, no Monday nights. Okay, um, I used this stat earlier in the year. I'm going to use it again right now. No. Coming off of a loss, Josh Allen in the modern-day NFL has the greatest record following a loss. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, nope. He still does. No, no, I mean, like, after he's failed it, failed to do it the past three times. Has it been? Gonna, he's lost three games in a row? It's four in a row, isn't it? I have no idea. I stopped paying attention well, six regardless, losses Let's ago. say it's three. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, we're back I mean, to the mediocre Bills. It's at least three losses with. in a row, so if okay. you add those in, I'm sure that is not true anymore. It's, probably it's still coming close, though. Probably. I think that makes him 21-7 and seven after a loss. It, it's like when I play roulette. Ren came up 20 times. I'm going to start betting black. And that's how I feel with Josh Allen. The problem is in survivor pools, you only get one shot at it. One I shot. can't I can't double down you know, or triple down. you know. And Now I'm worried. When are the Bills going to win their next game? What the fuck is going on? Maybe Diggs was on to something. Hmm. All right, so that was Josh's pick. Vinny? You're up again, sir, at number seven. Right, and this is really between Diggs and Chase for me. I'm going to go Jamar Chase here, and it's really simple for me. I just think Cincinnati is playing better. I think both of them are target hogs, and they get a lot of a lot a lot of looks funneled their way. Um, I actually think there's less stress on Chase to be productive though, because there's other guys in the offense that can really step up. I think Diggs is a one man band, although Kincaid is starting to come on from a receiver standpoint. That receiver room is him or bust. You know, it, it really is. So. I'm going to go Jamar Chase here. Again, it's splitting hairs, but Jamar Chase. What's funny is I did not see that coming. What? Which part? No, that you were going to take Jamar Chase. Of course I did. Oh, 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 <laughs> gosh. There we go. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, I can argue Chase could have gone where I took Keenan Allen. I could swap him. I could swap him. But Keenan Allen has been so good, guys. I mean, he's been so good. I don't care that he's 31. This isn't a dynasty league. This is a redraft league. He's winning people leagues, man. He's, he's just incredible. For sure. Uh, you know who else likes to win people leagues? Yeah, Stefan Diggs. No, you know who else likes to uh, bang <laughs> billionaire uh, rock stars? Bang billionaire rock stars? That's right. That's who I'm taking. The old Kelsinator? Yeah. The old Kelsinator. Right here. That's right. Oh. Travis Kelsey at number eight. Um, well, why this not season? Hawkinson? Uh, he's actually the number one tight end in points per game. He is outscoring talk, uh, Hawkinson by uh, 2.3 a game, and he's outscoring Andrews by 4.2. He's actually, until this past week where Hawkinson put up whatever, 35 points, he was beating the number two tight end by 23%. I, I want to push back because I think, because now you're going to pass over, 
you're going to pass over Diggs for the the positional advantage. But correct, Kelsey's at 18 a game. I mean, it's a, it's a big difference. You'd still take ga- him there. Yeah, 19 a game for sure. 18.8 is what he had, and he's coming off of two bad games. Uh, that just doesn't happen to Kelsey. Uh, put me down for 20 the rest of the way, and I will take the positional One advantage. Back. One more pushback. Go for it. Diggs has 77 total more points than Kelsey. What do you say to that? Um, you, he's, don't, you don't care? No, not at all. You don't give a shit? No, nah, not doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Okay, Kelsey goes there. That's right. That's it. I, can, I mean, what am I going to do? I tried. I love you, I Travis. Tried. All right. <laughs> Josh. Right. Well, is it time for me to take a quarterback off the board yet? Uh, I hope not. Yeah. Not, I don't think so. I Good, hope not. Because I don't want to. <laughs> um, Fuck. Oh, shit. He's about to fuck up the whole draft. Yep. I know. I was like, right damn here. it, bro. We were doing well, man. It's going good. Oh, man. Do it. Take him. Take him. You know you want to. No. No. I'm, you, you wanted me to take Dalton Kincaid there? No. You're not <laughs> taking another tight end off the board. Oh, That's my, crazy. No way. Isn't Diggs still available? Diggs is available. No, there you go. Man, hold on. Isn't, uh, aren't we saying no injuries taken into account? Isn't Jefferson? No one took him, right? No one took him yet. I did not take Justin Jefferson. Okay. He's not injured in a magical world. (laughs) Josh. No, no, no. What we're saying, we're factoring in the injuries they have in real life. Okay. So you got to factor in that he missed four games or five games now. But he is, he still averaged 25 points a game for the first four games. And now they've got a quarterback that's just going to sling it the rest of the way. We don't know when he's coming back, though. So the question for you would be questionable for this week. Right. The the, the question would be, though, is would you spend first round draft? capital on a guy that'll average you 25 but miss you at least five games yeah because my my crystal ball is going to tell me to take puka nakua in like the 17th round <laughs> yeah no yeah. i mean serious. i mean if you knew if you had the hindsight to sit at a draft day one and they told you hey jefferson's going to miss five games but he, at least but That'd he's going to give you 25 i don't think you can draft them not, no, not in the first round. I don't. Nah, not in the first round. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why I wanted to there's give you a chance a hu- to. There's a huge group of receivers that I'm looking at that I, none of them are actually jumping out to me right now. Okay. Um, man, give me uh, awesome Austin Eckler. Awesome Austin Eckler. Yeah. Eckler. Eckler missed games too. You got to factor that in now. He did. He missed a couple at the beginning of the season. You're still taking Eckler right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Eckler is off, off the board, and it kicks over to Vinny. For me, it's it's a no-brainer. It's Diggs. I mean, Diggs outproduced Eckler. He's outproduced Kelsey. He's outproduced Jamar Chase, and he hasn't missed any games. That's the bottom line. He's averaging almost 25 a game. It, it's actually it's Diggs as being Justin Jefferson, but actually on the field. You know, so I would I would revel to get Diggs at this spot in the draft. We're what one, two, three, four, five, You're six, number seven, 10. eight, nine, ten, eleven. This is the eleventh pick right here. Yep. I mean, eleventh pick to get Diggs. That's solid, man. That's solid. It is. Okay, moving on. All right, you're up. All right, pick. So this is the you, 11th pick. You had the 10th. This is the 11th pick right here. Wait, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Three, CMC. Six. Did nine, I write something wrong? You're number 10. Yeah, I am number 10. Okay, yep. go ahead, bud. Number Sorry. 11. And this is going to be the shocker. This guy was uh, preseason, I think it was fourth round. He's old. He's uh, not out of shape. He was best friends with Tom Brady. And uh, he has had seven consecutive seasons of 1,000 yards. And it looks to be this is going to be number eight. With the 11th pick in the 2023 draft, I'm going to take Mike Evans off the board. That is a little surprising to it me. It is. I, Puka Nakua is trending down. Adam Thielen is trending down. Um, I'm looking at everyone else around him and the DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, the guys that are actually still stacked up in those points per game. Mike Evans is the guy. Out of the next five or six wide receivers, it's not even close. I don't feel great about David Montgomery with Jameer Gibbs now. I know he started off as a ball of fire. That injury allowed Gibbs to showcase what he could do, and he is going to level off. Not saying that Montgomery is not going to be great the rest of the way, but to think he's going to be the number two running back the rest of the way like he was pre-injury, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be enough to knock him down to a number one Running back, but not the number two overall. Give me Mike Evans. Okay. All right, Josh, finish off the first round. Dude, this is a no-brainer for me, and it it's going to throw you off a little bit because Adam the Thielen. old Cougar Hunter is throwing the ball, but he hyper-targets Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, his targets in the last four games, 14, 13, 13, 12. He had another 14-target game. He's had multiple 80, 90-yard games. Give me Garrett Wilson, even with the Cougar Hunter throwing him the ball. Mm. 
You remember the uh, movie with uh, Emilio Estevez? It was a western. Oh, uh, something Come guns. On. Yes, something thank guns. you. Young guns. Good yeah. job. Vinny, did you ever see it? No, I did not. There's a famous line in that movie. It said there's good news and bad news. All you got is shit to eat. The good news is, is there's plenty of it. <laughs> so, um, for him to get to be averaging 14 and a half targets is oh, great. Shit. He's putting together 15 points a game in fantasy. That's not going to cut it for me. Um, so that was all. Yeah, I mean, I you know, Mike um, Evans is averaging what 17? Almost 19 points a game, home slice. Puka's averaging 20. Puka's averaging 20. DJ Moore, despite the fact he's lost fields for the past four weeks, is at 17 and a half. Nico. Is having another nice season at 17. And not another, but a great first season here, let's yeah. call it, with uh, C.J. Stroud. Even Ayuk, man. I, it would be hard for me to go down and get Garrett Wilson. And, uh, you know, we have the knowledge that Stafford's going to be back next week. So yep. that, for me, that puts Cooper Cup into play, Puka Nakua yep. into play. Um, but if this shook out like this, and... This is how I believe the draft should have shaken out. I, I'm a big oh, wide receiver guy. Yeah. I, I usually go wide, like in Genius, I went wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. In Armchair, my 12 man, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. You know? And it's because the running back position is so volatile. How many running backs do we have in this first round now? Uh, one. Two with Two. Eckler. Oh, and and Eckler. Eckler, Eckler, a little questionable because if I was going to go another running back, which I'm actually going to choose my. This would be my first running back after CMC. Actually, since it's a snake draft, Josh got 12. He'll be getting 13. Oh, you want to go back around? Okay, yeah, yeah. go ahead. So then, then I'll hold Josh, off. Let me yep. see what Josh does. Take Dang. a running back. Take a running back. Take a running back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I got multiple options here, but uh, ETN has had a phenomenal season so far. God, we swung a miss on that guy. Yep. We were all kind of... Wait, were you were you on, on ETN? I thought no. we were all down on no, it. No, he, like he hated ETN. I didn't ETN. like ETN Still at all. So. I'm showing... I think I finally got to the same page where you guys are at. I'm showing 19.7 per game. Yes. You are correct. Okay, I was on the do ESPN you redo, standard. Do you, do you want to redo your Garrett Wilson? No, pick? no, I'm going to fucking keep him. I you love like Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. You love Garrett in Wilson. that spot in the 12 spot. Just let him. Just let him be. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I just Aaron, wanted. I just want to give you Aaron Rodgers is coming back from his darkness retreat in two weeks. Yep. He's out there slinging the ball before games. Garrett Wilson is. Um, he's still playing okay. I think he's probably pulled down 17, 18 points a game the last four weeks. All right. That's keepable. Travis Eddian right now is the number three running back in fantasy this year. Total points right. at 177, only behind Mostert and McCaffrey. We all know Mostert's going to fall off with the Chan coming back. So, in reality, the rest of the way, Eddian's going to be a top five running back this season. That's real. Yeah. I, I really can't say much to it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't draft ETN anywhere. Okay. And uh, it's just one of those things where I faded a guy, and I would have done well not to fade him. That's all, you know, and, yep. and that happens. But the reality is this. He's having a great season on a points-per-game basis. He's very productive. He is dominating the backfield. Tank Bigsby seemed to had have some traction early on. But the truth is that Tank Bigsby hype that, that was died. Nothing. That died so long ago. I mean, it's non-existent. So I get it. What do you right. got? Uh, we just talked about him. I'll be taking Cooper Cup off oh, the board. Okay. Cooper Cup. Yep. He will be the second pick in the second round. I'm happy to have him fall to me, especially now knowing that Stafford is, in fact, coming back this week. Right. That's um, huge. So it is uh, because he's a beast when Stafford's on the field. So easy pick. No brainer for me. Vinny, you're up. Third pick, second round. Right. So let me ask a question. How many games did Alvin Kamara miss to start Three. the year? Three. Okay. So for me... I would draft Alvin Kamara right here. Wow. Especially knowing what we have going on. He's literally just he, he's just a beast, man. He catches so many balls, been so productive. I think on a points per game basis, he's right there behind CMC. I mean, the guy's an animal, man. The guy's an animal. So for me, if you'd say, Vinny, you have to take a running back in the second round, I would be thrilled to have Alvin Kamara. He's averaging over 20 points a game. Even missing three games, he is number six on the year in total points. Right. I think his first game back, he had 13 catches. It was like uh, you know, it was like a guy that just got out of jail, I mean, just looking for someone to fuck. He just had to get it out. <laughs> just, ah! He went through like three or four of them all on that first day. Right. Yeah. And he, then he was okay. He was like, all right, let's come back down to earth now. I got it out of my system. Thanks, right, boys. Right, right, right. Listen, love Alvin Kamara. Even after missing the three games, like you said, he's been extremely productive on a points-per-game basis. And you know what? 
he has 143 points on the year, which is uh, 30 short of Travis Etienne, who played every single game. Okay. I mean, he's right there. He is. You know? He so, is. Yeah. Easy call. I like it. For me, yeah. Josh, you're up. I am going to take Mike's guy, his my guy, and um, he's had a better season than Cooper Cup so far. I'm not trying to shit on Cooper, but um, Adam Thielen. Wow. Yeah, you come out of the gate with Adam Thielen, you're getting multiple 30-point games. You're going, we're sitting halfway through the season. I know he's tailed off the last few weeks, but Adam Thielen won you many weeks coming straight out of the gate. If you drafted him, he's winning weeks for you up to this point. Okay. I mean, I, I can definitely understand that logic. I think he won you weeks because you drafted him in like the 15th round and, and you just got, you know, 25 and 28 point games. You got something. a 33 and a half, 32, 36, 20.4. Those are weak winning. Those are weak winning, even, for sure. Even taken in this spot. Okay. All okay. right. I like it. Now, this part for me gets a little bit tough because um, there's guys I'm looking at. Am I really going to take someone like. DJ Moore that is so dependent on Justin Fields to come back. It's it is a coin flip for me. I know he's ranked up there pretty high. Uh, when Fields comes back, I do believe that he is going to have a solid second half as long as Fields is allowed to play. Um, so I'm going to take all the risk out of it and take David Montgomery off the board right here. He's when he's been yep. on the field, man. He's looked really, really good. Very, very spry. Yeah, that's a great description. That's exactly the word I would have used. <laughs> what is he, like 5'11", 235? Yeah, he moves like... Like Jagger? Yeah, no, it, it, it looks it's like, like a Lamborghini he, back there. He barely takes up any space, just glides through lanes. <laughs> He's very slender. You know what, though? In that last game, when you're watching him on that one 65-yard run, he, did, he looked pretty lean. He didn't go out there looking like playoff Lenny. He looked a little more like Jameer Gibbs. He looked like he was pretty cut. Good for yeah. you, David. I always loved him in Chicago. I'm going to root for him now, even in Detroit. For sure. Right. Vinny, you're up, sir. Yeah, so for me, um, knowing Matt Stafford's coming back, Puka Nakua has been great. Um, I know that without Matt Stafford in the lineup, it, it, it can get a little scary and dicey. But if he's going to be back in the lineup, I'm going to roll the dice with Puka Nakua. I've seen him be productive right next to Cooper Cup now. I've seen Ashley Cooper Cup not be productive some games with Puka Nakua being productive. So it could be a situation where they both have great games or maybe one has a really good game, the other guy has an average game, and they take turns switching. But, you know, he's averaging 20 points a game on the season, man. I have no reason to go away from Puka here. If we drafted today and I could get Puka Nakua at the end of the second round, I would take Puka Nakua and I would laugh all the way to the bank. I'd okay. be happy. I, I would I would like what you're saying. The only thing I didn't like is after week six, he's had three single-digit point games. But right. going at, all the way up to week five, Puka's probably got you five wins or four wins. Right. So, sure, why not? The upside yep. is huge. I mean, you're right. I'm looking now, 6.2, 7.3, 28.4, 6.6, and then 20, 36, 12, 35, 26. So, yeah, three of the last four games have been single digits with one blow-up But kind of like Thielen, man. He shot out like a damn uh, cannonball, and he got you some wins to start the fantasy season. Another part to it is the next two weeks for Puka and Cooper Cup, Seattle and Arizona. It, it, it doesn't set up any Seems nicer pretty juicy. That. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing. All right, we got so. six picks left. Josh, Nakua's off the board. You're up. Man, I feel like I have like 10 receivers. That maybe I need to look somewhere else right now. <laughs> well, you're not drafting a team, so don't sweat it. Just draft what you think is the best available. Okay. There you go. Shit, man. I want I want Devon A-Chain with a full season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I wish we knew when he was coming man, back, man. Man, that, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, another player that, that was great to start the season. I know he's injured, but um, Kyron Williams played really well. I think if I had to take a running back right there. He's I'm back with 12. I'm, I'm right, thinking about it. Oh. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs started off slow, but um, look at the last couple of weeks for Jameer Gibbs. Go ahead and put him put him on my team. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. On the 27, team. 35, 26. In the first couple of weeks, he was just under flex worthy, just under 10 points a game. So Gibbs and Montgomery going one spot apart in the second round. The, what I kept saying about Gibbs early in the season was where you're drafting him, he will bust you at his current ADP. And he did. He busted every team that drafted him. We're not going to see many playoff teams with Gibbs on them. Let me ask you, fantasy ADP, where did he go? He usually went around the third round, late third, early fourth. I was going to say pick 27. Late third, early fourth. Puts it as a 30, 
30 late third so like 32nd to mid fourth it's almost so, like you looked at my screen uh the total the final number was number 32 on espn okay. drafts he was he was he was a 32nd player no cheating. And right no now cheating. you see my screen i just have my wow. dock up i just i remember thinking to myself for all you guys drafting gibbs at, at that adp you're done i, I just don't and think now you're we're gonna drafting be him in the second round yeah, I'm, I'm, I still wouldn't do it, okay? I still wouldn't do it, but I understand it. He's starting to get hot. I just find it hard to believe they're just going to make David Montgomery disappear. No, they won't. There's, no, they there's won't. No it They'll looked really bad the first four weeks of the season. After week seven, though, it's looking really fucking good that you got him where you got him. He may take right. you. He may carry you right into the playoffs on a high note. Okay. Um, well, I am going to jump over a couple players here to take this one. He has been steady, Eddie. It uh, didn't matter if it was Anthony Richardson or if it was the stash behind mm-hmm. center. I'm going to take Michael Pittman, who I not just figuratively, but also literally shit on uh, for the preseason. And I was out on Michael Pittman because I said Anthony Richardson um, is throwing like as well as a scarecrow would. You never <laughs> know where the ball's going. And, uh, man, I could not have been more wrong. Michael Pittman as the number 12 receiver in fantasy this year he's averaging over 16 points a game and he's going on my team i'm surprised now i'm just surprised you didn't take amari cooper there because he's one of your guys and they are literally a half a point away they are Uh, so i'm surprised you did not take cooper but i I I mean the the more information you get the more you have to you know you can make an intelligent decision um before the season starts it's just you're guessing you can take right, the right. you know the information at hand and say this is what I think is going to happen, and in this one I was wrong. So Amari Cooper is a good player. Um, P.J. Walker gave him some great games. Deshaun Watson still looks like a jackass sometimes, and it's <laughs> yeah, just he don't got it. He doesn't. I don't know what's going on and where it was in Houston that he doesn't have now, or what was going on in Houston, but it's just not there yet still. But Michael Pittman, I don't think I'm going to get too much pushback. Vinny, you're up, sir. Yeah, I like I like the Michael Pittman pick. I wouldn't give you any pushback there whatsoever. Here I'm looking at a couple guys. It's 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 interesting. Raheem Mostert is a guy that's been great all season, even yep. with Devin Achain in the lineup. He's played really really well, um, and he's been healthy. Yeah. He's been healthy at 38 years old. He's pretty. Are healthy, you dude. crazy? Raheem Mostert has not been missing games due Ooh, to injury why don't you say buffalo's gonna win again kiss oh, of death boys yeah. and girls uh, you tried to jinx us on that damn florida state game too i was cursing right. you until the very end <laughs> hey man we, we held on i was watching i was thinking about you and i'm like man my fellow florida state guy's gonna fucking kill me if this <laughs> this blows up the, the other guys i'm looking at is dj moore and brandon Ayuk. um you know i i believe what i'm reading is justin fields is going to come back and it seems more than likely he's going to come back this week I'm going to operate on the premise he is. So for me, I'd probably stray away from Raheem Mostert because I still have the injury concern. He's older. He's been hurt every year. I'd rather go ahead and hitch myself to a wide receiver. They're just more dependable. So if I had to choose between DJ Moore and Brandon Ayuk, I'm a DJ Moore guy. If this were to be a situation that feels to not play again, I would regret it and not grabbing Brandon Ayuk. But I'm going to go DJ Moore. He's been extremely productive. I get with Fields out of the lineup, he hasn't been as strong. But still usable flex worthy when fields is in there this is a guy that gives you wide receiver one numbers man when they're when they're clicking it's it's, it's a beautiful that's what thing. i want out of all my second round picks flex worthy yeah, yeah anytime right. i draft one i just look at people with them right. and i give them the bird just be flex worthy my hope is my hope is justin fields gets back in that lineup and he's a dj Moore that's been a top 10 receiver okay i mean he's been he's been great you know so i'll go dj Moore there all right josh I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a even more uh, off out of uh, left field approach. I'm going to take a guy that can absolutely win you weeks, and he's had multiple up weeks. He had a, he had a small small injury concern, but he has been dialed in with the potential MVP and rookie, rookie of, the of the year. Yes, sir. This would be Tank Dell. Yeah, Tank Dell. Tank Dell. He is well. a win a week guy. Uh, he's had a couple single-digit games, but he's also had 20.2, 32.5, 34.6, almost 19. He, I feel like he gives you slightly more consistency than uh, more here. So that's why I'm going with Tank Dell. And his, his chemistry with his, yeah, quarterback his quarterback is huge. He has his quarterback. So 
I'd be the home it. run hitter. I'd actually, I'd argue, I'd argue that it could be Nico, it could be Noah, it could be Tank Dell. Yeah, these no guys doubt. are back to back to back in the rankings right now on points per game. Yeah, you could. the three of them back to back to back. Mm. that wild? Of course, we're not drafting a Noah Brown in the second round in a redraft right now. Nah. but Nico and Tank Dell, I could see them being second rounders, man. Yeah, CJ Stroud is is playing at such a high level, man. He's playing at such a high level. In Real Men of Genius, I was offered Travis Kelsey straight up for C.J. Stroud. You know who's nowhere to be found on this list that we got wrong is uh, T. Higgins. He's finally turning on a little bit, but he really started out oh, so man, slow. Oh, man, he fucked you in the ass for the first two months of the season, <laughs> man, and not very well. No lube. No lube. Really, he didn't even tell straight you it was coming. In. Yeah, pillow over your mouth and just that fucking dry hut. 11 really points a game. Rough. It's been rough. Yeah. No. Nah, I, had to go, I had to scroll all the way down. We got that wrong. Yeah, he's a great... Third round pick. <laughs> All right, so we have two picks left, Any, me and you. You and me. Me um, and you. It is not. I'm going through preseason ADP and Bijan Robinson, Saquon. Uh, these wild, guys are huh? not cracking my lineup. Devontae Adams can suck balls. <laughs> uh, Tony Pollard, uh, I want to push you into the 300 well, uh, as if I was Leonidas. <laughs> that would be great. Derrick Henry, uh, that team is a dumpster fire. But here's the one, and I almost want to do it just to aggravate Venny. Are you looking mm-hmm. at just running backs? No. Okay. This guy was the number 19 pick, ADP. Number 19 pick, ADP. ADP. Okay. But I'm not going to take... Do I get take, any other hints? Um, <laughs> I mean, the only, the only hint would give it away. Okay. Uh, the next person at this position was drafted three picks later, still in the second round. And it would tweak me? Yeah. Um, I am going to take the number one position at his number one player at his position. We probably should have really done a little bit more homework. <laughs> Can I guess? Now yes. I know. I know right away. No, wait, no, no, no. Never mind. Go. Keep going. Can I guess? Go for it. No, no. Go ahead. I don't want to spoil it. Go. Go ahead. Go. You've worked it up. Yeah, worked it. You go ahead. I want Jalen Hurts <laughs> off the board right now. Okay. He is points per game, that, the number one quarterback. That, that's fine. I suspected. And there was three quarterbacks, ADP, standards, one point PPR, six point touchdown. There was three quarterbacks this year drafted in the top two rounds. Jalen Hurts has been so steady. Doesn't matter what team he plays. It's not a Dallas situation where if it's a blowout, he's not scoring, or if it's a close game, he's not scoring. Jalen Hurts for me is my pick. Second to last pick in the second round, and I'm going to kick it right. over to Vinny. But that's you're not going to tweak me because we're doing midseason redrafts, okay. right? Right. Because the truth is, we have all the information. Yep. We have all the information. Jalen Hurts has earned it. However, for the people that did drafts in the summer, and I always preach: do not go quarterback early. Do not go quarterback early. If you got Hurts, Allen, or Herbert in the top three rounds, no one can say anything to you. But if you went down to go get Patrick Mahomes, well, I'm going to read you a few guys that you could have drafted instead and done better. You could have had Kirk Cousins. You could have had Tua. You could have had Dak. You could have had C.J. Stroud. Mm. And and that's just and, – and may I remind you that right on Patrick Mahomes' heels is the incredible Sam Howell. Yeah. And right on his heels is the incredible Brock Purdy and the one we never thought would be there, Russell fucking Wilson. So, no, we actually hard. we did give Russ some love this year. We, gave we did love. say that we he, said he have a bounce back. Yeah, we said he have back. a bounce back. At one point Russ was top 5 QB man. He started off so good. Remember he was like QB 4 or 5? He was. For like we knew he was going to cut that was right. not going to stay. But it, what the point I'm trying to make is, man, when you're doing redrafts, especially in 12 man leagues, you got to be careful because if if you do go quarterback and you're not right about Jalen Hurts and you end up with, you know, I don't know, whoever you end up with, you're going to look back and you'll be like, man, I could have replaced that quarterback later on in the draft. Could have replaced him. Instead, I missed out on a stud running back or a stud wide receiver. And, that, and that's that's what's hard to replace later on. Very unlikely anyone knew to go get Puka Nakua later in the draft. I mean, you just you no. don't you don't know to nobody do that. Nobody was gonna nobody was right. biting at, chomping at the bit to draft CJ Stroud or Sam Howell, and look at those no. two guys. It, it's just it's amazing when, it, especially in one QB leagues, two QB two QB leagues are completely different. But in one QB leagues. I, I'm just not I'm not a fan of drafting a quarterback early for these reasons. Anyways, all that being said, you went Jalen Hurts. I got one last pick to this make. This is the last pick of the second round. This ends the mock draft. This ends the mock draft. Okay. 
So again, I'm going to go back to receiver and I'm looking at the list and he's still there. It's Brandon Ayuk, man. Brandon, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk has been really good, man. Averaging 17 a game Wow. for a San Francisco offense that has plenty of firepower. And he's the kind of guy that he's more wide receiver two, but he has plenty of wide receiver one upside. And he'll have spike weeks and an offense that always is scoring points. So I like Brandon Ayuk. All right. I am going to make this one note. The, there's two players that were in the top 10 preseason ADP that were not drafted in the top two rounds right now. Yeah, I wanted to go over that list. Go ahead. List them. I'm just going to list the two guys. Josh, any any guess? Justin Fields? No, Justin Fields was not. We're talking running backs. Oh, running backs. Yeah. Saquon Barkley. And? Bijan Robinson. That is correct. Those guys were both top 10 picks preseason ADP. So... There's a very good chance that if you drafted one of those guys in the first round, that you're probably looking at your team and saying, what the fuck happened? Why am I four and six right now? Well, it's because those guys really shit the bed. So my question for you, are they going to turn it around this season? Does Bijan have a chance to turn it around? This is not a question of talent. This is a question of philosophy. Oh, this yeah. is a, a question is, is Arthur Smith there you go. good enough to utilize him in a way that will be beneficial to his team winning and to fantasy owners also making good? I don't good. have faith in Arthur Smith to do that. All right. Yeah. I think we can all answer unanimously that Saquon is, for all intents and purposes, he's done for the year. That sh- team is going to be they tanking. They should shut him down. Man. They should, yep. but they he's should. not He's not going to. He's whining on the sidelines about play calling, which I'm sure if he's trying to win, that's what he should be doing. Right. But, uh, man, that line is horrible. The quarterback is horrible. Horrible. They've got Oompa Loopas for wide receivers, and Darren Waller looks to be probably done for the year. He's going to get hurt, man. He is. He's going to get hurt, if man. He, if he does something major, if he breaks – a bone if he tears his knee if there's something bad that happens he's going to look back and regret because it's going to cost him not just hundreds of thousands but millions of dollars here's a list of some second round wide receivers that we expected some big years from that you're probably disappointed man dk metcalf Devonte smith jalen waddle Devonte adams Devonte adams wasn't even taken and in this draft and Chris Olave, who did we did not take at this draft. Chris Olave is he deserved, doing okay. He deserved probably to be at the end of yep. the second round for me. Um, but we drafted Chris Olave thinking he was actually a horse. He could be the one, the wide receiver one, yep. somewhere between wide receiver nine and twelve overall. When it's all said and done, he still has a chance at that. He does. But Devontae's been a letdown. Waddle for sure, killing us. And uh, Devontae Smith, man, it's it's now or never for him with Goddard out of the lineup. I think this is his time. This is what happened last year. And DK Metcalf, man, DK Metcalf being outperformed by Tyler Lockett for sure. At Thirty-one ripe years of age. Smith and Jigba's making a big push in that uh, receiving core right now too. Yeah. Well, uh, we are going to take a very quick break. And I'm going to give you a non-sponsor, and that's going to be a reminder. Get your fucking ass over to Henry's Cuban Cafe this weekend. For the love of God, you want some great cafe con leche? You want a delicious spinach empanada? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything, man. The flan, the Cuban sandwiches, the pernil, all the empanadas. Not just the spinach ones, man. They're delicious over there. I love it. Get a guava and cheese pastry. Oh, you'll thank me. Sounds amazing. I don't know why. The other thing is this. It's not expensive. It isn't. It's very affordable, man. It's it tastes great. It's it's homemade. Me know, and Nicole go there for breakfast on the amazing. weekends. We get four items: two empanadas, <laughs> a tamale, and uh, guava oh, cheese pastry. That's right. The tamale where they oh, put the fresh pernil on fresh, top. Oh my yeah, god! With that awesome. slow roasted pork. Super good. I, I want to go there now and wait all night till they open. <laughs> and literally, our the bill is under twenty bucks. Where are you going to do that? Can't where are you going to do? So that is a cheap breakfast. Yeah. It's locally owned. Henry is a great guy. He's yes, not he a sponsor because, well, he doesn't speak English, so he right. doesn't know what sponsor means. Right. Um, but <laughs> I will have to edit that out. They call him you the do Cuban, not they, edit they, it out. They call him the Cuban George Foreman. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Uh, but he is a big softy, and he's always got a smile on his face, and his wife right. is always so nice. And uh, they've got a great staff in there. So go in. Go say hi to Henry. Tell him that Mike and Josh and Vinny sent you in because yes. he doesn't listen to American radio. And that's the reality. You go in, you're going to feel right at home if you're from Cuba. And that's it. All right, guys. We'll be right back. And we are back. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there through that uh, two-round mock draft. It only took us... 
45 minutes. I'm sure that was enthralling for you guys. You loved it. <laughs> um, the second half of this, though, we're going to change it up a little bit. Let's do it. My uh, my personal favorite episode <laughs> ever. You should see him grinning. It was. It, I'm, I'm waiting almost, for this. I'm almost tearing up because I remember uh, Raider started it off by singing a little uh, Barry Gibb for us. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I love that episode. It was my favorite. And it was the Tree of Trust. Yes. That's the Raider that we miss. The Tree of Trust. That yeah. is the Raider that we miss. Man. That Raider. Him singing at the beginning of that episode, every time I listen to it, it puts a fucking smile on my face. And thinking about now, it puts a little tear in my eye. And uh, we're going to recreate a little... Second half, Tree of Trust! Let's do it. Is what we're doing. So, uh, because this was my idea, because I begged for it, and they allowed me to do it. Um, They did. So we're going to make crazy predictions for the next few minutes, and we hope that uh, some of them come true. Because we're going to fucking announce that on the Facebook page still, just to let you know. (laughs) So Alexander Madison, he fucking stunk it up this season. Matter right. of fact, they actually went out and got Cam Akers because he sucked ass so bad. Uh, Madison is gonna is pretty banged up this week, and Ty Chandler, all this talk. Fuck that talk. Rest of season, Alexander Madison is a top 10 running back. And this is all thanks to Joshua Dobbs and the running ability that he brings to this team. It helps. He is the number one quarterback in rush yards. It yes, has to is. be respected. So even though it doesn't seem, oh, how you can go from Kirk Cousins, who's got, I mean, understands the playbook back and forth, and Josh Dobbs, he understands how to throw the ball. He don't care about no playbook. He, he just plays. He doesn't even look at the yeah. playbook. He doesn't even need to know the names of the players. He's a we, rocket scientist. He writes his own plays at the line. At the line. And then he, he draws it up for everyone in the sand, then he shows it to them, and they do it. But what I do believe is that it changes the way defense has to play Minnesota, and it allows Madison to have some open lanes. I feel Ma- Alexander Madison has a great shot at a great second half. And I'm going to go even further and say top 10 running back points per game, Alexander Madison. Wow. Boom! I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. No, that was a, that was that the tree is, is this, this is a same well, place. I'm in the top. Yeah. I'm is, in the top of the yeah, tree. This is the same place. Because I know Vinny's so, throwing apples yeah. at me from the fucking ground. I was just going to say, I'm not allowed <laughs> to say anything. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. <laughs> That's right. Give me that apple. Is this me next? I mean, hey, it's up to you, man. This what is you got? this is a Cajun type take, but it, it's gonna to me. I think it's gonna happen. AJ Brown will finish as the wide receiver one in yards this season, not Tyreek Hill. I know all the spotlight's been on the Dolphins' offense. It's been on Tyreek Hill. Wow. AJ Brown is going to lead the league in receiving yards. He's going to cash in just under two thousand, around nineteen hundred yards. Damn. Okay, so Tyreek right now, 97 targets, 69 catches, uh, 1,076 yards. A.J. Brown is hot on his heels. 92 targets, 67 catches, 1,005 receiving yards. He is going to surpass, I believe, in Jalen Hurts more than I believe in, what's his name, Tua. Tua? Okay. Could we have two 2,000-yard receivers? That would be a hot take. Is that your take? No, but I mean, while you're saying it to me, I'm like, both guys could get there. I mean, actually, that that was a decent take. I mean, that's like a low. That's a you're at the you know big trunk of the tree, kind of one of those low branches. I didn't want to fall out immediately. Okay, no, no, I'm way at the top. I, if I'm gonna fall, I'm falling hard. Yeah. Right. All right, Vinny. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for this. This I want this to be so good. This is this is a two part thing. It's it's a fantasy thing. It's, it's Derek a, it's, Carr. It's an is NFL. Involved. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr is never involved with me, ever. So the Rams are sitting at three and six. Okay. Okay. All right. I think everyone has them out of the playoffs. Yep, I do. Okay. I have them in the playoffs. This okay. is how they're going to get there. They play the Seahawks this week. They're going to win. They play the Cardinals next week. They're going to win. Definitely. They play the Browns, but the Browns have to go to the Coliseum and make mm. the trip out west. Give me the Rams in a close one. Now they got to six and six. They play the Ravens in Baltimore. They will lose that game. Go to six and seven. Then they play the Commanders at home in L.A. They get to seven and seven. Then this is a run out. Saints, Giants, Niners. They'll get to nine and seven. Play the Niners for the division. In the last week, winner gets the wild card. Winner gets the division. I'm sorry, loser gets the wild card. Winner gets the division. But the best part about it is Puka and Cooper finish as two two top wide receiver ones 
from wide receiver seven up. So I'm going to say they finish probably wide receiver six and seven back to back. Wow. They go fucking nuts. They go nuts. It, it it sounds very unlikely, but this is all contingent on Stafford playing. If Stafford plays, they can make the playoffs. They can finish 9-8 and eight and get in as a wild card, and it'll be because Cooper Cup and Puka got fucking nuts. That's a great... I love that take. Yeah. That, that would be crazy. I yeah. know. That's good. That's a good one for this episode. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's man. go, man. Let's, let's see. I kind of want to see it, man. kind of want to see it. Not just to, to make me right, but it'd be freaking cool man Matt Stafford comes back both receivers go nuts and uh, they come back all the way from three and six and make it as a wild card hmm well now I almost feel like I need to change mine like mine's not good enough I hate it I don't like mine anymore but I'm gonna say it anyway because I've already picked it let's do it rest this season Isaiah Pacheco has the second weakest strength of schedule for a running back really second weakest from weeks 11 to 17 11 to 18. Sorry. It's 18 weeks now. Isaiah Pacheco finishes as a top 12 running back. That means he finishes as a number one running back the rest of the season. So why would I be telling you this now? Because the fucking trade deadline's coming up. That's why. And you should probably look into getting him because these tree of trust, they are so <laughs> accurate. It, it, it is going to be mind-boggling when you look back and say, man... Isaiah Pacheco was already averaging 13.7. What would stop him from getting an extra three points a game? That is what he would have to do, an extra three points a game for the rest of the way. Second easiest schedule, Kansas City is not just dominating people like they have in the past. They're going to do it with defense and running the ball. So there's the take, guys. You're welcome. I like it. Okay. This one's going to be... On a guy that I have personal belief in. He's on my team, so I'm a little biased. But um, I think that Kyler is going to kind of boost this offense in ways that they haven't been, even though they had the man and the machine, Joshua Dobbs, running the show. I think Kyler is going to lock on to Michael Wilson. He has zero 100-yard games this season, but he's shown flashes. I think he finishes this season with 200-yard games in the back half of the season, and he becomes the primary target for uh, Kyler, and Marquise Brown kind of takes a backseat to Michael Wilson. Wow. That's big. Yeah. That that's a that's a high branch, Josh. Yeah. I love it. I didn't I didn't like the the low branch I set before, but Wilson is going. He's going to be one of those guys that you're like, wow, how did we miss him in drafts? You can probably still get him. He's probably floating around on waivers and regular leagues. Just stash him. Hmm. You got nothing to lose. Nothing to stash lose. Stash him. Wow. Wow. Man, I like it. He's coming at you with some some big ones there. All right, let's like see it, it, Vinny. What do you got? All right, so currently in the standings right now, the Houston Texans are sitting at five and four. Jacksonville is sitting at six and three with a two and one division record. Houston is one and one. The schedule for Houston lines up like this: they get the Jaguars. Uh, I'm sorry, they get the Cardinals this week. Then they get the Jaguars. Then they get the Broncos. All of those are home games. They go on the road and play the Jets the Titans, and then they come back home to play the Browns and Titans again, and then they finish off at the Colts. That is a, let's see, that's eight games left to play. The Texans are going to go 6-2. and two. They're going to win the division. Their losses will come at Tennessee and against the Browns. And with this run, C.J. Stroud could potentially do something that has never been done. He could literally win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and literally be named League MVP. All in one. It's never been done. It's like the triple crown of the fucking NFL. Can he win the Heisman as well? I wish he could. I'd throw Ah, that in there. Man, that would be incredible. Because the way this schedule sets up for him, he's in a blow-up spot against Cardinals this week. He gets a Jaguars team. Then he gets a Broncos team. Then he gets the Jets, the Titans, the Browns, the Titans, the Colts. I see a defense in there in the Browns that is very, very intimidating. But I trust him to put up numbers and yards against all these other teams. He can literally go 6-2 and two with this squad. They can overtake Jacksonville. We thought it was a foregone conclusion Jacksonville would win the division. Now, I don't really think he's going to win the Triple Crown. But if he were to go 6-2 and two and he keeps this pace up, he has Rookie of the Year locked up. You'd have to give him Offensive Player of the Year unless Tyreek Hill breaks 2,000 yards. 
Okay. He really is pacing So what's that way. left? The MVP. Yeah. Could you take the MVP away from the rookie of the year and the offensive player of the year that took his team to the playoffs and won the division as a rookie? It would be really tough to take it away. A lot of things have to happen, but this is bull takes. The, tree, the safety tree, whatever yeah. we call it. There we go. Man, I, that, I love me some CJ Stroud, man. It is. It's so easy to root for as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's a likable player. The triple mm. crown, man. The triple crown. Okay. Can only do it in your first year. I like it. Has anyone? When's a, who's the last person to win rookie of the year and offensive player of the year? Has it ever happened? <laughs> Jamie, uh, the real reason we're shutting down is because Jamie left, and we just don't know what to do. <laughs> we can't him. look up stats fast enough. You hear how how fast <laughs> Vinny's typing on his computer? He's trying to reprogram the entire code on ESPN.com. Yep, he's playing war games over there with Matthew Broderick. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, Lawrence Taylor won the Defensive Rookie of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year. Hasn't happened since. That the same player wins both the Rookie hmm. of the Year and, you know, Defensive Offensive Player of the Year. Right. So it has happened before. Okay. It's been a minute, though. Now, you know, has anyone done all three? I doubt it. Has anyone ever won Rookie of the Year and Offensive Player of the Year and League MVP? Let's type it in, right? All right, go for it. All right, everyone, while he is uh, typing it in, because he's going to give us an answer here in just about 30 seconds or so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead in with my next prediction. Is everybody ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a big one. This wide receiver, through the first five games, only averaged three targets a game. This wide receiver, over his last four, has averaged more than double that with over seven targets a game. He is... The number one, and I'm not going to say unquestioned, but he is the number one receiver for his shitty team. Mr. Vinny Gonzalez was the one who uh, spouted out his love for him earlier in the season. He's a little guy. I think he's about five mm. foot eight. I do believe for the rest of this season, he is going to be a legitimate top 18 wide receiver in the league. He is going to He's going to be the firm number one for the New England Patriots next year. DD, pop. And I am talking about Pop Douglas, boys and girls. If no one is paying attention, he is slowly gaining more targets every single week. 32% target share. That is exactly it. You and scooped it, him up. Here's a, there's a specific episode where you scooped him up out of the bomb or the dumpster, and right. you nailed it. For sure. Right. 100%. This is the one. I trust you. If you said I did it, I, I had to have done you it. You absolutely did it. I yeah. believe you. Yeah, so this past uh, four games, I know he did hit eight, but he also had 11.4, 10.5, and this last week was 14.4. Three of his next five matchups are marshmallows. So, and I mean that literally. Denver, Chargers, Giants. Oh. He's got the Chiefs and he's got the Steelers in there, Chiefs but the Steelers have Steelers actually Steelers are not good against the pass. No, and right? so you could all I, I don't want to say they're marshmallows, they're, though. Not, they're marshmallows. not as soft the as Denver. The first three are marshmallows. You're yes. right. So he has got an incredible schedule. Guys, this is someone you might be able to get from another team that's kind of on the edge. On the cheap. Yep, that you can get on the cheap. Pop Douglas isn't going to cost you much. Nope. Maybe you even make a different trade and use him as a throw-in because they're not really paying attention. They're seeing someone that's averaged seven points on the year. Demario Douglas makes a difference the rest of the way. He can absolutely not just help your team, but help you win. He's the reliability of a Toyota Camry with a name like a Kia. That's You're it. You're going to get him for nothing. So my hot take is <laughs> Demario Douglas is, finishes the rest of the season as a mid-level number two wide receiver, a top 18 wide receiver, and next year goes in as the number one wide receiver for the Patriots. Man, I love it. I love it. I didn't even think about that. That's a great take. And, you know, the target share is there. The opportunity is there. No one is in his, in his way. And shit, if they switch to Bailey Zappi. I was just going to say, who's going to be the quarterback throwing Zappi? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I think if he's doing gonna, it with Mac, right? I think, I think Zappi It's still going to be Bill O'Brien calling uh, the plays. And, right. I, and, and Zappi's absolutely slinging it. There is yeah, nothing. Dude. He's got nothing. Yeah, like nothing to lose. He's I like, like him yeah. back there yeah. better. Yeah. He's going to be Sam Hell light, man. He's just going to be throwing the ball so fucking... It's going to be 42 right. attempts a game. Let me be Josh for a minute. <laughs> I got a trivia question. Do it. All right. Who won NFL Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same year? Because it has been done. It happened in 1957. There's your hint. And it's a very, 
well-known player. Is he still alive? <laughs> That's messed up. It's not the same guy, but this is a fullback. It's not the running back. Okay. They have the same name. Cause Jim Brown has he, the same name as a fullback named Jim Brown? There's another Jim Brown. Oh, okay. Because he didn't play in 57. He played a long time. Jim Brown's like... A, he Did was, he play in 57 now? He was in the 60s. Old, man. It was, he, it was a 57? Yeah, there's a lot of melanin in that man's skin. He didn't age like I do. I God. look like I'm 75. He looked like he was 75 when he, he passed as a, at 91. He, they, they listed him as a fullback that year. So who was it? Jim Brown? Jim Brown in 1957. Oh, so I was oh, right. Good job. High five. Let's see here. <laughs> NFL Rookie of the Year, NMVP, same year was won Andrew? by... Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, man. God, so long ago. No one's done it since, huh? Mm-mm. Jesus. Yeah. All right, Josh. Give us your safety Is this treat. my last one? Are we on the last set? I just yeah. did my last one, so you and Vinny each get one. Oh, shit. Okay. I got to get another one. Yeah, I'm, you I'm going to pull out of the uh, the Buffalo Bills homer tree here. Uh-oh. They have a tough schedule coming up, but I do have faith in this young man. Dalton Kincaid is going to finish the back half of the season as the number three tight end. Woo! He's not going to surpass Kelsey. He's not going to pass Hawkinson because Dobbs loves to sling it to the tight end. But he will be firmly planted as the number three behind those two guys, ahead of Kittle, ahead of Andrews, ahead of Laporta. There sits Dalton Kincaid for the second half of the season. I feel like Josh is the uh, the blackjack guy that just he keeps hitting. He, <laughs> he, he keeps busting. He keeps hitting. He, he keeps He's busting. Like, Fuck it, He's go. like, no, I hit on sixteen, fucker. You just keep hitting me. That's right. And it's it's the like, tree yeah, of trust. Account, hit, account, hit, yeah. hit, hit, oh hit. Oh my me. gosh. And man. eventually, eventually, he's gonna flip that four, and he's gonna have twenty one. And he's going to win. It has to happen. You can't. It, wall of averages. Remember my tree of trust, one of them earlier. I'm going to cash it in right now. <laughs> I said that Rasheed Rice would be better than Quentin Johnson. Ooh. And is that right or wrong? Yeah, that one's dead so on the money. I don't so remember far, my other so ones. So good, man. Yeah, That's man, a big I'd have one. To go back I do remember look. that one specifically. Yeah. God, I want to replay that episode now. That's amazing. Oh, the tree of trust was great. You've yeah. listened to it multiple times. Tell us one. <laughs> um. Tell us one of your hits. No, you, you nailed one, right? I did. I, I remember what you said about Dalton Kincaid. No, wait. Was it you or me that said Dalton Kincaid? I don't remember. That was me that said Dalton Kincaid. I said he finished with 90-plus catches and 1,200 yards. You did. I did. So, he, uh, Dalton Kincaid, if you're listening, I really, really need you to step <laughs> it up. <laughs> he, dude, last couple of weeks, he's Bless definitely you. stepped it up. Bless you. Sorry about that, guys. That's right. Woo. That sneeze, man. Since week seven, 15 and a half, 17 and a half, 15, 16. He's, he's getting targeted. He's getting catches. He's looking great. Yeah, I like it. Unlike the rest of the team. <laughs> um, if only you had held on a Singletary. Man, you'd be in first. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> all right, Vinny, we're all staring at you. The crowd is staring at you. Right. Jamie's staring at you. If you're lucky still to be in the playoff hunt and your fantasy leaves, it's not going to be because of this guy. Javante Williams probably sunk you if you mm. put too much stock into him okay but if you were able to get him later in the draft as a dart where you didn't have to invest too much into him and if you're still holding on to him this is a guy that's going to win a lot of people some fantasy football championships is he back he's back he right. is touching the ball 20 to 25 times a game he's getting three four five targets a game this is a guy that i think going forward is going to give you 18 and a, i'm sorry about 18 and a half as a floor in fancy points per game moving forward. He's going to be an RB1 from this week on. He gets Minnesota. That's a pretty soft matchup. Gets Cleveland. That's a tough one. But then it's Houston, Chargers, Detroit, New England, Chargers again, Vegas. He averaged seven points in his first five games. He's averaging 18 in his last three. There you go. I, I think Javante Williams Solid. is a guy that if you're trying to make a move at the deadline, this guy could cost you very little. And if, you, if you're in need of a running back, this is a guy you could probably get in, not very little, but at a discount. You know, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to acquire him than it is to acquire CMC, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara. You're not going to get those guys at any discount. Javante, you can go to the owner and uh, see, you know, if he's willing to part with them and, and get him at a discount. And this is a guy that can carry you here, man. I think an RB1 down the stretch, man. Difference man, maker. I love that take. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah, very believable. Too. All right, Josh, you can't post this for a couple days because I'm going after Javante and Genius. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll post it Saturday morning. Thank you. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, that was the tree of trust. Those are the yeah. fun takes, well, and I, I hope I hope they all hit. Um, just because it would be fun. All of them are good. 
fun takes, and they're all based on potential facts. Yeah. We didn't just pull shit out of our ass. A lot of that stuff is based on trends and stuff that we can see coming. So even though they are a little outlandish, uh, there is a very good possibility that any of those, if not all of those, could hit. And then we look like geniuses. Yeah. And uh, that's and then, what. And then we get, um, what do you call that, syndicated? <laughs> is that how we do it? That's how we, <laughs> we do it. get all, all of our sudden, trade trust picks right? Yeah. They hear us. They're like, these guys are fucking like a rain man. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to syndicate so, them. Definitely. Definitely. Javante Williams. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're not entertaining at all, but they got their picks right. Syndicate yeah, them yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we hope that you enjoyed the championship formula for its uh, year-long run. No shit, we've been doing this for over a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how time flies. Yeah. Don't want to get too emotional or anything because I feel weird right now. Right. And uh, I just want to say thank you because we've had a lot of support out there. Kearney, Nicious, Orlick. Yep. Uh, so Nick many. Bell, Chris Vega, Stern, Vega, Vega, Vega Raider, big supporter, Raider. Raider, we miss you tonight. Uh, had we known, and it wasn't such short notice, we probably would have pulled your ass in here if you were allowed to. I know you're chained up most of the day when you get home. <laughs> He's an animal. Uh, yeah. He's an animal. <laughs> you know? He's not allowed to leave. Not yeah. allowed. Right in the basement. You yep. don't let the Raider out after certain hours. It turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought yeah. it was you could you didn't feed him after twelve or get him wet because it. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> like whoa, a, whoa, whoa! Like a million whoa. raiders whoa. running around. <laughs> whoa, yeah, because yeah, then we have little gremlins just to fucking taking over Melbourne. Yeah. Um, that's, my, that's my favorite Christmas movie, by the way. Gremlins. So, is it really? Yeah. Mine's Die Hard. Yeah. 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 I, I've never well, seen Die Hard. You know what? Actually, there is one that I watch. It's Sleepless in Seattle. Swear to God, I cry at the end every time. Do I've you? never seen it. No, no I'll never man, watch it. There because is of that. oh the scene in the beginning. It's it's too much, man. Well, it's too much. It sounds sad. It honestly is. It is a great movie. It's a young Tom Hanks. It's a young um, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Mm. Meg Ryan. And uh, there's funny moments. There's sad moments. It's just it's a great movie, and I love watching it at Christmas time. So oh, that's that's my jam. I'm 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 definitely gonna miss the interactions that we get from the podcast. I get a lot of phone calls. I get a lot of text messages. I get some pushback. I get I get some takes from people. And um, listen, man, if you're listening to it, it's because you know who you are. I appreciate it. I I have a blast doing this. This is a hobby that I I love with my whole heart. I put my whole heart into it as these guys do as well. And I absolutely love it, man. And and let's let's keep it up. The text messages, the calls, man, it makes my day go by a lot quicker i love to talk shop with everybody as do these guys and thank you for all the support for real and uh all, all the constructive criticism thank you for the bets won and lost you yep. know and uh it's 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 not now we're not going to continue now but maybe one day we pick the same back up for sure yeah um but in the meantime guys i hope that uh i see you out there soon on the uh on the fantasy field and I uh, hope you lose to me and realize that I am the better <laughs> fantasy player. And uh, I just want to make that clear that I, I am I don't write backseat for anyone. Right. <laughs> All right, Shador. <laughs> Thank you for picking up that reference so much, Josh. Oh, yeah. I like it. I don't write backseat for no one. <laughs> it's going to get nasty. Playoffs are among us, man. Playoffs are here. Yeah. Right so, around the corner, baby. Yep, and I'm going to be in a bunch of them, so I can't yes, fucking sir. wait. Yes, sir. All right, boys Double and down girls. with that. Y'all stay safe out there, and we'll be uh, talking to you again on the phone real soon. <laughs> Peace. All right. <laughs> <laughs>